Hello, this is Mike Levin, and this is Swampcast. It's Thursday, June the 1st, 2006, and I have Graham Ulrich here with me on uh, Skype. And Graham is in beautiful Crested Butte, Colorado, correct? That's correct. It's a wonderful town nestled about 9,000 feet in the uh, mountains of the Colorado Rockies. So it's it's nighttime out there, and you were telling me a few minutes ago that the snow is melting, and typical typical spring weather. Yeah, it's actually quite dry. The uh, we had a great ski season, but uh, not maybe enough snow, and a very very dry April and May. So uh, the wildfire uh, dangers and fire bans throughout the state at the moment. Well, Graham and I met a few months ago at Bruce Eccles programming the new web. Open Spaces Conference, and uh, since then, those of us who met at that conference have have kept in touch and uh, have been sharing various Web 2.0 technologies among ourselves, and I came up with this great discovery called Mashups, and when I presented it to the group, Graham said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm already doing that. (laughs) <laughs> so, so Graham, among other things, uh, publishes a, a website called Flying Cracker, and maybe you could tell us a bit about that, Graham. Uh, FlyingCracker.com is uh, just stems uh, really from my love of weather. Um, at some point, I had a uh, a Pete Brothers uh, altimeter weather station and was just, you know, come up to the office, take a look at the weather, see what's going on. And finally I realized that they had a uh, serial interface and with a little bit of software that I could whip together, you can suck up the data. And then I thought, well, shoot, it would be a shame not to suck up the data and, and not share it with everybody. So I thought, you know, maybe I should put together a website, something I've been toying with for uh, some time. I really enjoy cocktails, so part of this website has got all sorts of great cocktail recipes, uh, or at least my favorites, let's put it that way. Not not tons of them, but every one, I guarantee, is good. And then on the other half, it was weather, and uh, so we've been doing this for, I guess, nigh on uh, five years or so, and uh, trying to improve it every, you know, every whenever I feel like it. Usually features are added when... I uh, I want something new, and hopefully you have the people that look at flyingcracker.com want it as well. But uh, mainly it's, you know, just I want it so it goes up there and people say, hey, that's pretty cool. So tell us about tell us about mashups. What are what are mashups? Well, in the case of flyingcracker.com, the, um, the thought I had was, um, I was expanding out from weather. I was providing snow conditions. I was providing, um, uh, I, I have on there uh, river flows, this sort of thing. And one of the uh, pieces of data that I was able to get uh, back a while ago uh, from a website from Colorado Department of Transportation was driving conditions on stretches of highway. And uh, this is extremely important in the mountains in the winter, not so much in the summer, but in the winter because you really want to know before you make that four, four four-and-a-half-hour trip 
from Crested Butte to Denver that, you know, the roads are fairly passable, or if not, you know, how bad are the conditions, and, and maybe should I take a different route, that sort of thing. So this data has been out there on their website, and uh, one day I was sort of fooling around with the uh, URL, as probably Michael and I are both want to do, you know, just sort of, well, what if I put this in the URL? And I changed... Um, I changed the setting, one of the, uh, one of the post parameters. I changed from mode equals HTML to mode equals XML and voila. All this, uh, all this data about the Colorado Department of Transportation conditions came up in an XML format. And as Michael, I'm sure you know, you know, all of a sudden with an XML format, you can, you know, read it programmatically very easily. And then, uh, put it together with um, other information and display it. A mashup, as I understand it, actually doesn't necessarily have anything to do with Google or their maps or anything, but uh, Google Maps are certainly one of the, the most popular um, uh, mashup uh, sites. A mashup is a combination of uh, data or resources from multiple sources, and in this case, uh, the idea sprang to me. You know, it all came about right, right around the same time. Google was releasing an API to their maps. You've probably seen Google Maps. You probably used Google Maps when you came up here to Crested Butte, right, Michael? That's right. That's right. Okay, so so you can. It's easy to say an address with Google Maps, or or you can say latitude, longitude with Google Maps. And so um, I uh, I used a combination of Google Maps. API, in this case, um, uh, latitude, longitude-based uh, data that I was providing. And then I would extract from the Colorado Department of Transportation the current um, uh, road conditions at all these different sites. And what I ended up doing was creating my own internal database of their site numbers, and then I manually sort of picked the latitude longitude by looking at Google Maps and, you know, I just drilled down and said, yeah, that's that's the spot because it's a range. You know, you say Highway 285 or 287, you know, at um, Buena Vista. Well, I mean, there's a, there's a number of miles there that you know, could be um, used. And so I just picked a spot that I figured was about the middle of that range. And uh, so I have my own data, which, which I... I put together that was the latitude longitude of the CDOT um, uh, reporting areas. They have their data, which is what is the condition at that reporting area. And then there's Google, which has, of course, the map. And programmatically, um, I found a library called Fugle. Uh, that's P H O O G L E. Um, I believe the last release was. November of 2005, I think that was 2.0. I don't believe they come out with a new one since, but uh, it's um, it's a PHP, thus the name PH Google Fugle. It's a PHP-based library that uh, allows you to create um, data points. I guess there's a terminology for that I don't recall off the top of my head, but the, you create a uh, an array of data points with the data in them and you can specify HTML code that's going to make your little your little pop-up um, uh, you know little uh, cartoon dialogue for each of these spots uh, show up just the way you want them 
I don't do anything fancy in there, but uh, when you go to flyingcracker.com and go to the weather and check for driving conditions, you select one of the trips that I uh, that I put in, and that's again that's sort of my my stuff. I know that these reporting points equate to a certain trip, and uh, so you put in one of these trips, and you'll see a list of all the driving conditions, and you can click on maps, and voila, there is the Google map with all these push pin points all along your route, uh, actually all the routes of the of the particular trip you're taking, and you click on one of them, and you just go through and see what the conditions are along the route, and that's a uh, that's a basic concept. Excellent, excellent. So, do you? Um, where, where can I begin with this? Do you? What type of web server are you using? Well, uh, it's an Apache-based web server running on Debian Linux. Um, a buddy of mine hosted it down in Houston, Texas, and uh, it's a great setup. It's it's easy. We're using. Uh, I think uh, PHP 4. Dot something there. We're not using PHP 5, although I do believe that the Fugal. Uh, oh, I should also mention that the Fugal library is it's, um, open source code, freely available. Um, the, the authors made it uh, free to anybody who'd like to use it. Um, but I believe that Fugal library is compatible with uh, PHP 5. So if you know you're in the more modern, object-oriented version of PHP, you can use that. But that's a that's a general uh, layout, and all you know all this code is uh, PHP based. Um, no special framework, just good old roll up your sleeves and hand code it, you know that sort of thing. Well, so what advice would you give people that are trying to make their own mashups? Well, I think the key is to have data that you you know either either love or you understand very well. And see how it might, um, you know, it might benefit other people if you could relate that inf- information geographically via, you know, say a Google map. Um, for instance, uh, what is it? Uh, Craig, is it Craigslist? One of the, one of the, um, I think it's Craigslist. One of these uh, sites has got a beautiful mashup that shows a Google map and then house listings. You sort of pick an area. And then it sticks to push pins where it knows that there are houses for sale. You can click on the push pin, you can see exactly, you know, what, what streets it's on and everything, and then see details about the house and the cost and all that sort of thing. So here's a, that's a commercial application. I'm not doing anything commercially, I'm just doing this for the community, but, um, I think, uh, you know, something I may look into is, uh, river flows. Right now I've just got a table of river flows that, that show, um, you know, uh, uh, Textually, what sort of river flow is happening here and here and here and here, and these different rivers that that my buddies all go rafting or kayaking on in the summer? Well, it might be kind of neat to actually, for somebody who isn't familiar with the area, to take my river flow information, get the latitude and longitude. That's where a little bit of legwork comes in, and uh, put it put it up um, on a Google map. Really, if if you can just get a latitude and longitude. Or even a street address. There is some geocoding uh, services available. I don't use that, but if you can get a latitude and longitude and some useful data, man, you can make a mashup. I mean, it's just—it really is pretty simple if you got some programming uh, chops. I'm looking at a, uh, a website here called theprogrammableweb.com. I don't know if you've ever seen that before. 
Uh, it, I don't. I don't think so. Go ahead. Well, programmableweb.com/apis talks about the top APIs for mashups, and it's got the top ten here listed. Google Maps is number one. Yahoo is number two, and then we have Amazon, 411 Sync, Flickr, Google, eBay, MSN Search, YouTube, and Yahoo Geocode. So I wasn't aware that there were that many APIs for mashups. Well, I think what I think what companies like Google, like Yahoo, and I believe uh, their their probably biggest mashup uh, service or use would be in their map department. Also, they've got a quite quite a nice API. For that matter, Google's um, continues to improve their API. They recently released uh, version two plus of their API, and yes, I still have to go back and upgrade my poor outdated uh, website to make it work. I mean, it's still working, but it would be nice to take, take advantage of some of the new features. I think the idea that these companies have is we have this massive amount of data. It's beautiful. Uh, if we can provide people access to use the information and display things in combination with the information that they have or the data they have, it's it's just something that gets their name out there, you know, on the bottom of every little Google mashup it says, uh, you know, map data from so-and-so over in the bottom left, it says powered by Google, you know, and so, you know, no matter what website's using it, and it's freely freely available, it's, uh, you, it doesn't cost anything to, to take the data and make a mashup or include one of their maps on your website, um, they get more face value, and of course, most people do know Google already. But when they see something cool like this, they say, "Wow, that's really, that's really something," you know. And I think there's a lot to be said for being on uh, the cutting edge, if maybe not the bleeding edge, but the cutting edge of of uh, new web technology. It's just, it's some beautiful stuff using AJAX and the whole the whole Web 2.0 uh, uh, bag of tricks. Okay. Well, for the developers out there who have never been exposed to the Google Maps API. Uh, can you talk a little bit about some of the more common uh, functions that you'd be accessing? Well, let's see. Um, you know, I, d I actually don't know if I can. Uh, the, the, the only reason for that is that I'm using this Google in between. Ah, okay. Uh, so you can you, know, you can you can use Google. Um, I actually would like to improve it. In fact, I found a bug or two, fixed it myself, and I, I, I'm pretty happy with that. But um, there's some some ways that that it works that I'm not so thrilled with. Um, it, you can look through their code certainly and see what API calls they're making. It's it's all very simplistic and not taking advantage of uh, some of the more detailed uh, features. Uh, but um, you know, so I, I you know I can't talk can't speak much to the Google API. I do know okay. it's quite rich, uh, and I do know that Google's got a heck of a lot of great documentation on it. In fact, if I think if you search Google itself or Google Map API, you'll be there. You know, you'll you'll have their site. A very detailed uh, API description and examples, et cetera, et cetera. So from what I gather, when you want to uh, put an a put a put a mashup on your website, basically 
you would go into the, the HTML code for your web page and just paste it in. You might put it in a table and align it in the position that you'd like it. Yeah, I, I, yeah you can do something like that. What I've done is uh, just given a whole um, div, you know, using the CSS terms. I've, I've given a whole div space to Google Map. Um, it resizes automatically. Uh, it sizes to whatever space you've given it. Um, you can include the standard Google Map uh, controls like move left, move right, uh, zoom in, zoom out. You can grab the map with your, your mouse click, you know, that hand and drag it around and you get all that stuff. It just comes automatically. Um, it does use some JavaScript and the one thing you will have to do with Google in order to be able to use this is include a small um, a section of code. They, they describe this very uh, well in the API description. Include a small bit of code and you also have to sign up in order to be able to use Google Maps on your site. That is one key piece in that um, I think probably that one of the best pieces of advice I can give somebody is when you sign up for Google Maps, they give you a special big old honk and long, you know, looks like an encryption key, but a special key that identifies you and the place where you're going you're gonna to keep your maps. Well, in my case, uh, my maps were going to reside down in Flying Cracker under weather, under maps, and then everything under there would have Google Maps. I uh, later found out that if you... So when you sign up for this key, you tell Google, here's where the maps are going to be. And so I specified that whole thing, flyingcracker.com slash weather slash maps, and everything under there. And I said, okay, fine, you know. But it turns out you can actually specify the very root of your site, and then it doesn't matter where you put your maps. It'll, uh. They'll go anywhere. And that's a, that's a good thing to know because, I mean, when you want to re, when I want to reorganize my website, well, I'm going to have to go back to them and get a different key in order to make this thing work. But uh, right. for the moment, um, everything's happy, but I, I strongly recommend you specify your website, you know, uh, swampcast.com or, you know, whatever you may have, and make it the root of your whole system. Interesting, interesting. So what else comes to mind? Have you have you considered using any of the other APIs for uh, Mashup? Well, mashup? Uh, not not much. I'm just, just trying to figure out ways to tell people, like I said, in our community and show them what's going on in the summer, I doubt I'll get much in the way of uh, what are driving conditions, traffic on my website. In the winter, it picks up dramatically. In fact, uh, people tell their visiting guests, hey, you're, you're flying into Colorado Springs, check Flying Cracker, it, it can show you the weather, uh, I'm sorry, the driving conditions en route, and you'll get it versus calling uh, the state patrol and getting an old recording and getting you know, busy signals and all that sort of thing. But the other mashups, um, you know, I guess I could try Yahoo Maps or something like that, but frankly, I still need to uh, go back into Google and maybe improve this one a little bit. I mean, it seems like they improve their their API faster than I can keep up, and it's a labor of love, but nobody pays me for it, so... <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's great. Well, Graham, is there anything else you can think of to uh, to tell our listening audience about mashups? I'd say, I'd, I'd say just go out there and do it. You know, if you've got some uh, interesting data, you know, I, I saw one uh, mashup that showed uh, 
zip code boundaries. I guess there was some database out there that the guy had found out about or girl had found out about, and and it was actually um, you know a, a, a boundary line. So it was a whole bunch of geographic points, and they put that together with Google Maps, and you could put in your zip code and see exactly where the outlines of your uh, your zip code were, was. Now, that's not of any use to me, but it might be of interest to somebody who's sending mail out or some political aspirations or something along those lines. So I think that if, if anybody out there has got a little bit of programming skill, understands a little bit about PHP, perhaps a little JavaScript, because that's what Fugle actually inserts into the uh, page once it's created, uh, it's, it's easy to do. And uh, if you've got some cool data to stick up there, like uh, where the fish are biting or you know, something along those lines, put it up. It's so much fun. Okay. Well, so your website is www.flyingcracker.com. And if folks want to reach you, how should they go about that? They can send me an email at webmaster at flyingcracker.com. Okay. Fantastic. Well, Graham, thank you very much. And uh, maybe we'll we'll uh, we'll touch base with you again once you've uh, made some updates based on the new APIs. That's exactly and when I when I when the website or when the map uh, mashup gets a little sexier, I'll let you know. We can do this all again. <laughs> okay. Well, this is Mike Levin. This has been Swampcast with Graham Ulrich of FlyingCracker.com in beautiful Crested Butte, Colorado, and. We'll talk to you again soon. Stay tuned. Thanks, Michael. Thanks.